Okay, folks, big welcome to the first podcast with myself and Mike. And podcast, as you've gathered, why didn't they teach us this in school? I actually had to write that down, so I remembered it. Mike, what is happening? Not so much. Um, yeah, I, I was actually trying to think there what the name of the podcast was again. So uh, <laughs> it was good. It was good that you were leading it and remembered. But uh, no, all is good on my end. It is literally 9 a.m. here in the morning. Um, I'm in Canada. So obviously we have different time zones. So it's an interesting little dynamic we have going on. Yeah, 100%, man. So, man, my head's like a sieve. If I didn't write that down, I'm like, I don't even know if I remember this year. And it's Friday evening with me, so I'm like, right, I've already nearly out of office on, so I have. So, it's good we're doing something fun here that both of us have a passion about diving into the podcast and the fact that it's something new for both of us. So, let's suppose, let's even give set people the scene. Um, we can give them an insight how we even come across each other first. I'll let you take that story. Yeah, so so a very, very interesting one. So I suppose with the first podcast, guys, we just want to um, help you understand where we are coming from and what this podcast is about and why we're actually doing it. So first things first, both me and Mick are online coaches. Um, so I've been in the fitness industry nearly 10 years now, which is scary. Um, I've just come up to my 30th birthday. So um, yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a milestone. And um, Mick, how long have you been in the industry? I have four years, so I'm not as much a dinosaur as yourself, Mike. So, <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. So we've got we've got a lot of experience between us. But interestingly enough, um, Mick and I met on um, a night out down in Cork. So I was living in Cork, and Mick was down on a stag at the time. And a totally, totally random coming together. We were sitting at the same table, myself, my brother, and Mick. And we just got chatting. And my brother asked Mick, what does he do? And Mick goes, he's an online coach. And of course, my brother threw his eyes to heaven then because he knew that was going to be um, the conversation topic for tonight because I got so excited to talk to someone else that was in a similar and Poor Timmy, Mike's brother. Poor Timmy never got a word in for about an hour after it. No, no, absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> and I, I think as an online coach as well, sometimes it can be quite isolating. And so you don't actually meet too many people, especially in person, that are doing the same thing to you uh, as you, especially around around Ireland. So, yeah, as you can imagine, we got very, very excited and we started chatting um, shop about about everything. Um, so, yeah, that's how that's how we connected. And ever since we have just stayed in touch um, through WhatsApp and through Zoom calls. And we actually went on um, a lads holiday to Malaga together just to get away uh, at, at a stage last year. So, yeah, it's been a bit of a bromance. And, uh, yeah, a year yeah. a year or so on, here we are. I know. It's mad how it actually started because I was telling some of the some of my friends, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing a podcast. And they're like, who with? And I was like, oh, this lad I met in a bar randomly in Cork. And now we're, we're good mates. And they're just like, that's mental. But I was like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how it started. So, and the other thing is, I think when you... When you sort of click with someone, you just know, or like, no matter, even though you're in Vancouver and, you know, we're in different time zones and we haven't seen each other in months, you still just pick up where you left off if it's on a voice note or a Zoom call or if you meet in person. So when someone, I suppose that's something we can get into in future podcasts, when someone has like similar interests and similar values, I feel like it's just easy, isn't it? Yeah, for sure, for sure, um, absolutely, and like you said, you, you can just catch up a conversation from where, from where it left off, and it's 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 never awkward. And I suppose, I suppose a lot of the topics we're going to be talking about in this podcast are going to be kind of based around that, surrounding yourself with people that are like like minded in a way, but also just just good people that that bring you up and help get the best out of you. And I think for a lot of us, sometimes that can be quite hard. We're lucky, making that we have obviously online coaching and we're our, our own boss, and that we can 
we can dictate who we um, associate with. Whereas a lot of people don't have that luxury because they might have, you know, jobs where they have to go and, and you yeah. know, be around people that are, that are in the same job. But I also think there, there's lots of things other people can do, especially in their, in, the, in their, in their private life to, to improve their, their, their social circle. Um, but yeah, I suppose we're, we're looking in that sense. Yeah, I couldn't agree more what we are. We're very fortunate and like, I think it's something that you always have to try and remember that. But I do agree with you in the sense that there's so many different options out there nowadays, like so many different social meetups and like all over the world like and you know you see so many of these like um like i went on a couple of them over christmas you know like social hikes or you see like these sunrise dips and you know i feel like no matter what you're into you'll find sort of you'll find a community aspect that's you know suits your interest which which is class and i suppose that's the power of social media too because you're going to come across more things like that compared to you know a few years ago that probably didn't exist so that's Mm. that's one perk Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, so like I suppose just just to set the scene for this podcast and and for the for the for the podcast episodes to come, like from from our point of view, we we had a chat about this maybe a few weeks ago, and we we talked about like what we'd like to bring to a podcast, and I guess we were even looking at the name, like how how would would we you know distinguish ourselves from other people, and and what do we want this to be about? So that's kind of how we we settled on the name. Why didn't they teach you this in school? Because I guess a lot of the stuff me and Mick do, and the reason we get on so well is like we've very, very similar online platforms and programs, and we have like a community of clients that um, you know, have similar values. And our values, yeah, yeah we're, we're fitness trainers, and we we do a lot on, in terms of the physical side of things, but we also work a lot on the on the on the mindset stuff and and just general life, <laughs> because I think it's very, very easy to to focus in on you know how we look and think that's going to solve all life's problems, but as me and Mick know, we've been through a lot of stuff ourselves, and we've we've often have big deep conversations about about life in general. And there's a lot more that goes to overall happiness. And with this podcast, I guess we don't have we don't know all the answers. We don't have it all, but we want to kind of discuss discuss, discuss topics that a lot of people maybe not talking about, um, and maybe just bring a different light to the to the fitness industry. And hopefully, it'll help other people out there to see see you know things for what they are, um, struggles for what they are, and you know like maybe just take the the rose tinted glasses off for for a lot of the stuff that we do see on social media. So I guess in a nutshell, Mick, that's probably what we want to get from the podcast. Yeah, 100%, Mike. And I think, I think as you said, you made such a good point. We've made so many mistakes ourselves that I sit here and laugh now. Like even stuff that I thought I knew a year ago or even a couple of months ago. And you're like, I was so wrong or I was just ignorant, you know. And I actually nearly love being wrong now, you know, and nearly coming at it from a different angle, going cur- getting curious and go, right, how did I come up to that conclusion? Or, you know, because like, as we, as you said, we both love a good deep conversation. That's maybe what set off the bromance in Cork, so it was. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's like, I, I am fascinated by the like, human behavior and how people come to a certain conclusion if that's with dieting or if that's with relationships or you know absolutely anything all the things that bring true happiness and that's me and you as you said we've learned the hard way i have definitely learned the hard way of thinking that a certain um level of body fat percentage is going to make me happy it does fuck all for your happiness if you're in that happy internally do you know what i mean so mm. i think it's just like through all of our own pitfalls and mistakes we have learned so much and I think that's the big thing I would say to people is like, I don't want to be lecturing anyone. I just want to tell stories here and hopefully you can learn from my mistakes and hope it'll be the same for yourself, mate. Cause I feel like the two of us are very open and honest that 
I am more than happy to hold my hands up and talk about all my shortcomings. And mm-hmm. it's not going to be one of these podcasts where we're going to be blowing smoke up our arses. You know what I mean? There's too many of them out there. So I feel like we'll maybe bring a bit more honesty and authenticity, which is, you know, what we, yeah. we both yeah. strive to be. For sure, for sure. And like, if there if there was two words I'd use to maybe kind of like summarize what we want to get from the podcast, I guess it's it's relatability and maybe vulnerability. And I know vulnerability is probably thrown around there a bit much recently. And it's like, it's almost like people are trying to be vulnerable in order to get attention. But there's a difference between being yeah. vulnerable for attention and vulnerable, truly vulnerable, you know, talking about things that may not make you feel comfortable are, are things that may not even put you in a good light. And hopefully as this podcast develops, we can start to really get into, um, you know, some deeper topics that we may not be even comfortable talking about right now. And hopefully, again, it'll help other people out there relate to it. Um, I'm just going to give you a quick story. I've actually, obviously, coming back after Christmas, um, yeah, we, we coach a lot of clients. And I am trying to kind of get everyone back into a good, just just routine, good momentum going again after the after New Year, which can be quite tough for a lot of people, including ourselves. And I just did a, I did a, like um, a class with an online kind of Zoom call with our group the last day. And the power of relatability is is absolutely astonishing and i and i love it myself but when you hear other people's stories and when you can actually like you know see what other people are going through and then relate it to yourself i just there's so much power in that because we have this idea that everyone else is 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 doing well we have this idea everyone's yeah. motivated generally they're all motivated and you know like why am i the only one that's struggling and i i, I love like having these conversations with like-minded people make because I feel like when you can humanize people and just just take them off their pedestal, it just makes you feel so much more driven and confident in yourself that you know maybe you can go on and do great things as well. Um, and and you're not the only one that is is in you know the 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 shit as such when when you're when you're struggling with something. I think that's why we relate to each other so well because we've gone through such similar things. And at times I'd be going through something and you'd help me, and then at times you'd be going through something and you know I'd help you. And it's just it's nice to have that soundboard, I guess yeah 100% and like I think that's what I love about podcasts Mike you can get so much for free just by listening like near a fly on the wall like I nearly feel like this is us two just having a wee conversation and the only thing is it's going to be recorded and obviously sent out there to all um, three or four people that's going to listen to it including their mums <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but all three or four million I mean sorry maybe 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 in a few months um say, say we've often talked about like um we've had these conversations before and we were like i wish we had pressed record because it was, it was quite deep and sometimes it can be hard and and i suppose that that's what we're going to try to develop with this podcast over time is like it's that confidence just to come on and talk about any topic without it having to be scripted or or, or whatever because yeah. we've, had, we've had such deep conversations at times and maybe some of them that shouldn't be released um but it's, uh, it's, it's, that's it's like, really, but here it's, you made a good point to you did mike about like the, there's so many topics that we've already like threw out a few different topics that we'd love to talk about. And we're like, oh, that's going to be so outside our comfort zone. But at the same time, it's going to be relatable because I feel like it's those topics that you struggle to talk about. Everyone else, not everyone, but a large majority of people is probably also going through it behind closed doors as well. So if you can start to just normalize a conversation, then it's just, I don't know, it takes all the weight out of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I love that there. It's like, I just have a good deep conversation, man. See all this small talk. I'm like, oh, how's the weather? You're just like, ah, oh, come on. Let's go deeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so, it's so funny you say that because I, I'm the kind of person, it's, it's very strange, and especially since I've kind of developed my business and, and I've, I've opened up a lot more about mental health and, and talking to my clients about mindset and stuff. I'm the kind of person that gets so awkward around conversations with some people. 
and you know when you get awkward sometimes you can just babble on about like random stuff and like i think to myself then like i find there's such awkwardness in them conversations but yet i'm okay at going extremely deep with someone that i, I hardly know which is which is which is madness but i think in a way as well like it just shows like one of my highest values is just being like authentic and i, I always feel like yeah with small talk it's very much like it's a show you know it's like you're trying to almost tiptoe around the person to a certain degree and you're like you're trying to maybe put your your best oh, out and it just that's why i think it gets so awkward you're like oh i, I just need to get through this this interaction <laughs> you know i don't want to say anything ridiculous because it's going to make me look bad and then i'll be thinking about it for the day whereas with a deep conversation yeah. it's like there's a there's a sense of vulnerability there so it's like it doesn't matter if you say something stupid it doesn't matter if you if you if you're not perfect because that that person has also maybe like been vulnerable to you so i think there's such power in being able to talk about this stuff because it just really brings out the true the true you i guess yeah 100 and that that's so true like i laugh in there because i feel like i would be the same um do you know one example that comes to mind do you know when you go up to the counter in like the supermarket or something and you're at the till and they're putting through all the stuff and you're there maybe for a couple of minutes and you're like what, what sort of topic of conversation to go with here and then there's all the people behind you so you're like oh i don't really want to go too deep like so i'm just like oh yeah how was christmas you know oh yeah that's it open for another year but you're like that's one thing i all struggle yeah. with i'm like right how do you actually get a bit of crack out of these ones but without being the same old small talk oh geez bad out of weather isn't it i know i know i get that i actually I, I've, I've often had this and i've often thought about this and um like I suppose, like anyone, um, I I don't like I don't like silences, and it can be especially like oh right, man. We spoke about this earlier. One oh, me and one of my friends, exact yeah. same. You have to fill them. You have to fill them. Yeah, like I always think about the barbers is is one of the hardest ones because you're inside there and you're oh. like I like I like the idea of just you know sitting there and relaxing as they're cutting your hair and stuff. But some people, some of them are mad to talk, and then sometimes it's quiet and you're like you're like oh god, I got to say something here. Now. How, you know, you know when you ask the question of like. How was your day? Or like, is it busy? The next thing is going to take off. But so, sometimes I love it. Sometimes, sometimes I don't. Don't. But I suppose the point I'm trying to make here is like, it's amazing how, it's amazing how like I I I would see myself as a confident person, and when I'm talking about a topic like like this, I can come on and I can I can spiel for hours, and I feel like it's natural. But when when I'm talking to someone like in that scenario, I, I always feel like I don't know. I, I always feel like a bit more insecure or something like that. And I don't, I don't feel like the same yeah. person. It's like, it's like two different people. So it's just amazing how our brains work and how that we, in different situations, different scenarios, we're, we're, we're totally different in terms of confidence. Yeah, and I'd love to know, like, why do you think that is? Like, for me personally, I would agree with, yeah, it comes from a sense of maybe feeling insecure in that situation or uncomfortable. I don't know, but I would be the same. So I'm keen to hear, like, why do you think? Because like, yeah, I feel like yeah. we all do it in some capacity. Yeah, like I suppose just just first, I think a good thing to mention is we've both done we've both done therapy, and I think like therapy can be great in that we it 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 makes it easier for you to open up to to, to someone and and maybe like think about all these things. I know we're both very very deep thinkers on on topics like this, Mick, and it's maybe too deep sometimes. Yeah, some sometimes too deep because you can you can overthink things and maybe just not yeah. just get it get into a, like a, a spiral, but. With that scenario, I, I honestly feel like a lot of times it's it's a fear of maybe judgment. And I always feel like when I was younger, especially, um, I used to always have this thing where like I was almost putting on an act all the time to impress. And it was like, I'll show how good I am. And and even in a conversation, yeah, you, you can you can put on an act of confidence. You know, it's like I'll have a conversation yeah. here and I'll say something really, really maybe clever or I'll, I'll seem very confident and, you know, they'll be impressed. 
So like a great example of that, like you might be talking about something you're good at and, you know, you'll slip in how you achieve something in, in, in that particular goal or that particular field. And I, I always feel like for me, it that, that, that thing I've had since I was a child is it never goes away fully. And I, and I don't know, will it ever go away? Because it's it's obviously human nature as well to want to be like, yeah. maybe want to want to be like dominant sometimes as well. So for me, I think that, that, that a lot of it comes down to my childhood and it's, it's kind of ingrained in that like, when I'm in a scenario where maybe people don't know me or they don't know like like how good I am or suppose it's something or how confident I am, I almost have to prove it um, before I feel good about yeah. myself. So I guess it's a self-worth. It's a self-worth issue. Yeah, I get that. And like, I think it's, as you said, everyone has their own thing. And I think maybe that's why the two of us are very similar. Because I would be, I know, I even noticed myself over Christmas. I was the same. I went in a different like um, group hikes and like I landed in the, all of them on my own. And that was the thing I caught myself doing. Again, therapy helped massively to have that self-awareness, but I felt that I had to try and get people's attention to, th- uh, you know, to get them to like me. And, you know, I was like, all right, I'm in the shot, or like, I'm going to be judged here, so I need to let them know who I am and what I do and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, I was like, I was able to pull myself back and one of them and going, hold on here, just be yourself. If they don't like you, they don't like you, you know, it's grand. Mm-hmm. But um, the big thing I realized is like, similar to what you're saying is like come from childhood it was like i am a chronic people pleaser so like you'll nearly try and adapt yourself to the situation and you'll show up and go right what's this person about what's their interest okay right how can i mold into the person that they will get along with easiest and then they'll like me so you nearly abandon yourself and that's something i've been actively working on even still i'd love to say i've cracked the nut i haven't but you know just to go right when you show up just be as you said be authentic and if they don't like you one saying I absolutely love is you, you're not everyone's cup of tea, but you're someone's shot of whiskey. So just realize yeah, everyone's not yeah. gonna like you. I, I do like that as well. And I suppose I suppose something I've been thinking about a lot recently about about this overall topic, because I think this is if, if if there's one topic most people will relate to, it's this one. Um like I think sometimes we have to take a step back and actually see that it's it's okay to have these feelings because like the more and more people you talk to, the more and more you realize it's very, very normal. And sometimes I think we tried to fight it and we're just like, no, I need to be always be authentic and I need to always be just myself. And like, you know, it, it takes like, if you think about all the great things that's been, that have been done in the world, like a lot of it has come from people trying to maybe like prove themselves or like maybe the ego just taken over or just their self-worth. Not yeah. being good, so they need to throw themselves into something that's going to make them feel worthwhile. I think it's, it's, it, it is a, a good human trait because it makes us want to be better and better and better when channeled in the right way. And if, if you look at like different people, I always feel we look at some people and we think, oh my God, they're very confident and they're very talkative and they're, you know, they're very like, um, just aspirational. Like they're, they're always going to try to do better and better and better. And then you look at other people and think, you know, they're not, they're maybe a bit anxious. They're a little bit like shy. They're, they don't really have, they're not really driven to do things. And in my opinion, and uh, this is only an opinion, I feel like, like there's a lot of similarities between them two people, only that it shows up in different ways. You know, one person like tries to get their self worth by doing more and more and more and more and proving himself to be maybe almost accepted. Whereas the, the other one, external validation sort of thing, do you mean? Exactly. So it's like, it's, it's just, it's just val- ex- external validation from like, you know, other people that's given them then the internal validation for themselves. Yeah. Then, that's where they get their self-worth. That's where they get their self-worth. And then you, you might see other people that may be a little bit anxious and shy and maybe not driven. That person probably has the same insecurities as, as the other person, but they aren't dealing with it in the same way. So they're actually maybe like isolating themselves because it's, it's, it's almost taken over them a small bit, you know, like when anxiety can get too high or when, when the like confidence to do things isn't there, like you, you have still have the same self-worth issues, 
but you haven't got maybe the the drive to go and try to get the validation. So maybe they're getting the validation in, in different ways. And maybe they're telling yeah. the stories of like, oh no, I'm fine the way I am and all this, but they're actually internally not very happy. So in my opinion, I think I think there's a lot of similarities between a lot of people and even the people that have become the most successful. I think the only difference between them and maybe like other people is that they're, they've found a way to actually channel that in a productive manner. Um, our, like you, you maybe even look at the, like maybe like, you know, addicts. That's probably someone that have channeled in like a negative and negative way. So they're looking for maybe instant gratification. Yeah. Whereas, like again, it's it's not for us to say what what's right and wrong in the world. But I I do think there's a lot of similarities, and I think a lot of people can relate to that because we all go through similar stuff. No, like do you know one thing that I always remember and is like I feel like insecurities um nearly fuel you. Like I nearly feel like insecurities can drive improvement. So like. Elon Musk comes to mind. I'm sure everyone listening to this will know who Elon Musk is. Like, he was someone who was like come up through a back, or an upbringing that was very traumatic, and he was bullied very heavily or very badly at school. And it's nearly shaped him to be like, "I'm a great. I'm going to prove all these people wrong." So he's nearly come at it from like um, that massive insecurity that that's where he gets his external validation by you know going, "Oh, I'm going to show the world here," and you know, and in some ways, obviously it's different context, but. I'd say I fall, I when I was a lot less self-aware, I fell into that bracket of like always looking external validation from people close to me. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't get it, then I wasn't, my self-worth would have been really impacted on my confidence. And it's a dangerous road to go down because you're putting so much of your all-around happiness into someone's hands. Yeah, yeah. That's outside of your control. Whereas I think that's the big thing as you touch back on therapy is like, I've realized it's like, right, if you can actually bring it back to what's in your control, you might not get the compliments or you might not get the validation, but that's grand as long as you're happy with, you know, what you're doing. We could put out this podcast and people would be like, ah, oh, shit. And we were like, yeah, grand. Me and Mike love making it. So we're going to make another one. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I'm not putting it out. I'm not putting another one if it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> We've already committed to another one. We're doing it. I need at least... I need at least uh, 10 or 100 listens before I make another one. <laughs> I ain't going to listen to it on repeat then. So I am. <laughs> you, love your, you love the sound of your own voice. I love it. I love it. Love it. Very <laughs> egocentric. So I am. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, look, no, it, 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 is, it is one of them things. Like, like you said, there is people out there. And I, I always think of, um, do you know your heroes? Like you always assume they were just always famous or they were always as good as they were. And then you might watch like a documentary on, you know, like like a Lionel Messi or someone like when that, that got rejected when he was younger because he was too small and he he had to take like growth hormone and everything just to be an actual size. And you always assume like, oh no, everyone knew from day one he was the best in the world and he was going to be going to do what he did. And it's only when you look back and then see there was a time when people were doubting him. There was a time when people were like, you're not going to make it. There's a time when maybe like his family or friends and, do you know, and like that happens with nearly everyone. But we, again, we have we have this short term vision, and like all we ever see is like a result. It's like you look on Instagram, you see someone like change their body. It's like oh, I've got a six, they got a six pack, and like oh my god, they're how can they do that? I'm I can't do that. And X, Y, and Z, and you judge yourself off of like a result or an image, but you don't see any of the other the, the journey of it. Like they could have went through yeah. so much to get there. They may not be happy when they're there. They may have done it in a terrible way. And I suppose us yeah. as coaches. For us, like it's we we have all the insecurities as everyone else. But what's great about our job is that we get to we get to challenge our clients and and ask them like real real like you know challenging questions that make them think about everything that they they believe that is true in their stories. And in turn, I think it helps us to to internalize all this stuff as well. Um, which is which is good because I think sometimes you can talk about this and you can think about it, but 
you it's easy to go back into a rut again it's easy to go back into like what you know so un, unless it's top of mind most of the time and you've actually changed you know the conversations you're having with the people around you i feel like it's very very easy to slip back into into the same old thinking yeah 100 percent. and i suppose that's one thing like even we're obviously recording this in january and you know there'll be a lot of new year's resolutions and like you know, we can all come up with these sort of New Year's resolutions. And I'm not actually against them. I feel like they get a hard rap because mm. I feel like if you're setting an intention, at least you're having a target that you're aiming for. But at the same time, as you said, it has to be maybe like rolled out and maybe stuck somewhere where you can see it on a daily basis and remind yourself, this is why I'm doing this. And as you said, doing it for the right reasons, not to look a certain way to get that validation. And like we, we've both made that mistake as we spoke about it, and we'll go into more detail in all these our own insecurities because again we're not special or you know every single person has their own and to be honest especially for ones our age they're all very similar insecurities you know mm. if i chat to people and you're probably seeing one of the big ones is if you don't feel enough or you're not good enough or you're not accepted or you know we all want to be accepted and fit in which is probably goes back to why we change the way we act or talk or opinions you know because you want to be get that validation that you're part of the group the the crew or whatever so i don't know man i feel like i feel like we could ramble on for hours here mike but i'm sort of conscious of time for the first episode so we'll maybe we'll start to wrap it up Mm. so what is coming up for the next couple of weeks for yourself anyway what's on the horizon between now and the next podcast yeah so so for me i have um I suppose it was great for me to take a bit of time off over Christmas. I am I am in Canada, so I've only moved to Canada four months ago. So it was my first Christmas away from home, which was which was nice. It was nice in a way. How did you find it compared to at home and Kerry? It, it was good in that like it it wasn't there wasn't this huge high and then a huge low after. So I, I found it so yeah. much easier to get back into a routine. Um, it, it doesn't feel as like I don't know maybe it's because it's obviously I don't know the culture as well over here but it didn't feel as Christmassy to me it didn't feel as big an yeah. event there was lots of shops open even on Christmas Day pubs open Christmas Day so it wasn't it wasn't the same but I suppose I didn't have that big come down after either which was which was which was quite nice um, yeah well that's good yeah for sure and it just made it easier for me to get back because I always I always kind of dreaded like like anyone the start of January trying to get back into things and especially as a coach you know that you have to get your own personal standards up high but then you're also dealing with like you know 40 50 clients um, that are that are going through similar things you have to be on top of your game for them so yeah there's a lot of anxiety that goes to that but I found it was a bit of a better transition this year with things so for the next few weeks now um I just really want to to zone back into long term thinking in terms of around the business just getting to a really good I'm eight hours behind here, so I, I do have to get up quite early in the morning to um just be on similar time zones to my to my clients. So I um yeah, I just want to get into a good routine with with work and stuff and yeah, just enjoy all the all the other small things around around Canada. I've just gone to skiing, which is which is testing, but really, really enjoyable out here. So um yeah, over the next few months now that's gonna be my two main aims, I think. Get good at skiing and uh yeah, just start to grow the business um to the next good level. Man. Stay clear of those black slopes. That's all I'd say to you. <laughs> I'm a long way from the black slopes, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I went skiing once, Mike, and my brother has a, a video of it. I'll see if I can dig it out. And uh, I'd say I was potentially the worst. I was snowboarding. I was a, probably the worst snowboarder in the whole <laughs> slopes that weekend. I was horrendous. So hopefully you're better than me. Uh, just, just a quick one. So we went, we went to our first goal last Saturday. Last Saturday, Sunday? 
and they're they have the like baby slopes which they call them the baby slopes they're the easiest ones right so we thought we could master that and one of the lads that was with us was he's he's done it a good bit and he was like oh no if you get down to the bottom of these baby slopes now they'll fall and we go up to the next one it's, it's just a bit longer it's not a big deal and sure we went up to the next one and it was like it was like cliff edges and i was like uh, going down and i was we were sort of our Jesus. when you're skiing you have to be able to turn over and back in order to control your speed all we learned, no one told us this. So we just thought, oh yeah, you go straight line, straight line, and you get to the bottom. And sure, we fell about 50 times at incredible speeds. How we didn't break, <laughs> I will never, ever know. But it was definitely like uh, uh, baptism by fire. That, that's for sure. It's definitely an extreme sport, isn't it? Like, so Red Bull won't be signing you up anytime soon. It's no, not telling no. us. Give me, give me a month. Give me a month. By, by, right. by the fourth or fifth podcast here now, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be flying. Right, I want to see video footage of you coming down the... We'll record the next podcast with you coming down the mountain. How about that? Or four or five podcasts later. Yeah, I, do you know what? I, I, I might just mic myself up up there so you can hear me scream. <laughs> Sounds good, right? We heard it here first. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I suppose just 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 a quick wrap up on this, Mick. Like again, for people that are that are listening I, with this podcast, we didn't want it to be too structured. We didn't want it to be too, you know, like... Um, I suppose methodical in that like we we want this to be topical so anything that comes up or any things that we think might be relevant we're going we're going to talk about it maybe open explore like the reason again like we call this why didn't they teach you this in school is because a lot of this stuff is is the most important like elements of life you know happiness like fulfillment growth um connection all that all the good stuff and um, physical health and all that as well because obviously we're we're, <laughs> we're fitness coaches and yeah but, and the fact but, that they actually didn't teach us in school also <laughs> exactly they didn't teach any of this like literally none of this the algebra isn't 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 holding up too, too well right now is it but yeah so i, I guess we just want to make sure that like every podcast is valuable um to the point to some extent but also um yeah just just relatable i guess yeah look love it mike so we will wrap it up there so look folks i hope you enjoyed the first episode can I ask a massive, massive, massive favor? Obviously, we need to try and get this seen by a few more people, just so people can see we've started. So if you want to even give it a share on your social media, it's going to be a massive help for just getting more eyes on it. And, you know, tell your friends, share it in your WhatsApp group, pass on the pod, and, yeah, we will be forever grateful. So we will. So much appreciated. So, Mike, absolutely love that. I love how I've literally written one thing down on my notepad and it was a title. And after that, we just sort of... <laughs> shot the breeze and 30 minutes in so that was a solid first episode in my opinion yeah 100 percent, brilliant and again thanks for listening guys and like mick said it'd be great if you could share it um and just get this going because yeah we're really excited to see what we can do with it this year perfect we'll catch us on the next episode folks and thanks again